Hello friends and welcome to Sauce Talk, we have a great show for you Paul Whitehair is here. A great get by Johnny it is true. The big yearly draft party is coming up and everyone is very excited. Special out-of-town guests with names like Dave and Bill and Aaron will be in attendance. Wow exclusive. It is not too late maybe you the listener should radically upend your own plans and visit beautiful springtime Chicago and join us as well. I will be there, but I am a robot voice so I am kind of everywhere. Do not try to talk to me I will short out. On with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back yet again. It's time for another fantastic episode of Sauce Talk. And you know why? On the other line, it's none other than Mr. Paul Whitehair. Paul, how are you doing, buddy? I'm good, Johnny. How are you? It's been a while. Been way too long, but I love, I can feel that, that guttural roar coming through when you get in there and you say, how's it going? It's going to be such a good show. Don't you think it's going to be such a good show? I think it's going to be a great show, and again, I'll ask you if once you're editing it, if you can bring my voice register down a little bit. Way down. Way down. Give me just a little bit more bass than I have naturally. I would appreciate it. Like I'm thinking about that guy. I don't remember his name, but there's that guy in Ferris Bueller who said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That uh, guy. No, it wasn't Cam. Not Cameo, right? Some, no. Something of that nature. Or, or was it Matt? Was it, uh, didn't the, that creepy McDonald's, uh, Mac, what was it, Mac Midnight or something like that? Mac that Tonight. White supremacist leader of the future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Didn't he have a really low voice? I, I think or did that, he never yeah. talk? I don't remember. No, I think he was talking all the time. He was at a talk show. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And now he oh. hosts, uh, White Supremacist on a talk show. Wait, expand on that. I think it became a meme for white supremacists to be like, Mac Tonight is our favorite guy. Oh, really? Yeah, and they started making all these videos where they made it seem like he was like, Jews will not replace us and such things. Jesus. Look into the, the internet's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm going to have to take a look at it. Yeah, it's really uh, good. There's, al- there's always things that I'm, like, you're discovering now that are, have been, like, co-opted by, yeah. like, right-wing, uh, like, we always used to put the... Um, one up like this, like in pictures, like you put a n- number one up because our like football coach in high school, it was like a, a big long standing kind of like inside mm-hmm. joke. And then I think last year someone's like, Oh, that means like <laughs> white supremacy. I'm like, what? Yeah. That's the okay sign times a million. Exactly. So like, you are the worst person I've ever it, seen. You better hope those photos don't get leaked. <laughs> You're never going to be able to run for state Senate. <laughs> it's all Photoshop. <laughs> I never did. One. <laughs> Clearly, I knew when, in 2002 that it was important to not do one finger up in the air. Uh, you watching any of that Yellow Jackets? I haven't yet. It's on my list. I am sad to say I haven't watched a ton of new TV, and the reasoning is a very boring one. It's my wife works at night. Sure. Uh, a lot, or like she teaches at night. So like when I get home, I take... Penelope, and like we're not watching anything. Like we're not really. Penelope doesn't want to watch. Doesn't want to watch Yellow Jackets. We're mostly watching Miss Rachel, who was just on GMA, who is a fucking godsend. 
See, uh, late at night and early about, in the morning, you're getting this Miss Rachel on both ends, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I haven't watched Yellow. It's like it's very high yeah. on the top of my list, like when I have time to watch it. But uh, it's it's great. But also, I, I, I bring it up only because one of the characters uh, has a storyline about how she is running for state Senate. And it always just I was always kind of incredulous. I was like, seems like it's not going great. Good news. Stop running. No one cares. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, you should not sacrifice anything in your life to try to make state Senate. Right. Like, that's just, not just, even just that. drop that immediately. Like, there's controversy. People are bothering you. Stop running for state Senate. Who gives a shit? Wasn't there somebody from our law school that ran for, was it, was it Jacob Smallhorn or something like, like, I feel like someone ran for state rep or state Senate or something like that. I could, or I could be wrong, but. Um, maybe they were running for like, to catch a bus, and they were equally impressive. Who do you think out of this podcast listeners would be the most uh, willing or um, excited about running for a state congressional appointment? Lee Mensch. Yeah, Lee would be pretty geeked. But about like, that. also, like, I would be sincerely excited to vote for him and be like, I made fun of state senate, but given the choice, I would like Lee to be my state senator. I think yeah. he'll take it seriously and do a good job. Yeah. And he's not going to, he's not like trying to use it to get something else. He's just like, I think I can represent us well. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I, I know it is. It was, uh, it was a year old at Sam, was it Rosen, Sam Rosenberg, right? Or this no, name not. sounds familiar, but I don't really know who this is. Yeah. Sam, yeah. Anyways. Well, did, did, did he win? I, do you know? I don't think he won. You know what's worse than running for state senate? Running and losing. I'm sorry, Sam. Yeah. You think that other guy was paying attention, or his name just ended up on the ballot? didn't Didn't sound the same, so they they voted for him. So, some guy in uh, that was like a dance dad. He was terrible. Or he uh, a teacher that used to work at Rebecca Studio like cornered me at some like birthday party one time and was telling me how he was running for the Naperville City Council. Oh boy! And that his big plan to win was that like if you turn your um, papers in last like late then you were last on the ballot and then he's like and then people will just default if like if you're first or last people will default I mean, he got crushed i mean his whole i mean he didn't really have any kind of platform like that was his whole big idea plus he fucking sucked so like yeah thank god but i also i don't i don't think first i think first is best i don't think last is second best i, I don't think, think so second either. is second best and i think right. having a cool name might be better than either Exactly. Like if, we, if we're yeah. really going by that, but I mean, also these these elections are so very low turnout that, yeah, it may even be back around the other end that you actually have to get people who like you to go vote for you, yeah. because there's twelve people voting and only high information voters are out there. So yeah. being last on the thing doesn't get you shit. It's like getting your friends to vote. Like as someone that used to do improv, and you were just always rallying your friends to try to come to your. Tuesday, 10 p.m. Yep. improv show. It's, it's, I feel like running for local office is like kind of like that. It's like who can get their buddies to show up. When was the last time you did improv? Um, probably three years ago or something like that. I was, so is it, is, is it pre pandemic? Yes, definitely. Yeah. So was, was that, were you, were you like dwindling and then the pandemic happened? And you're like, well, I'm not fucking rolling back out or how did that go 
Um, it mostly it was like mostly our, it was one our move to Naperville because sure that makes everything a lot more difficult. Like there around. are theaters around here, but I'm not going to do improv at Naperville. Um, and and it just got harder work wise, like mm-hmm. because like I said, like a lot of shows we did a lot of weekend shows, but like a lot of shows that you get booked on are like Tuesday, Wednesday nights, yeah. and then to turn around and wake up the next morning and work. Um, yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. I don't think I ever saw you do improv. Is that is that correct? I think that's right. And that's I think probably... like you you took us to shows occasionally when we were up here, and there would be things like that. But I don't think I ever actually went to a show and you were doing it. You got spared from that, which is a a real boon for you. Where did you used to perform? Uh, all over the place. Sec- Second City, IO, Annoyance were like the three big theaters, and then. There are a bunch of like indie theaters all over the city um, that we used to perform. At, they were, so. You were just like in demand, so everybody like was calling you, and you had to figure out like, no, oh, I can I can only be there if you can double my my quote or stuff like that. You know what? Let's say what's that. the quote for an improv show? Five five bucks a beer? What is it? Uh, free? You don't ever get paid? Mostly free. Yeah, we got paid a couple times. Like somebody saw us at a show and then like wanted us to come do their fundraiser and paid us. And then I think that something like that happened. And then we got paid by theaters a few other times, but like almost exclusively, you're just doing it for free. Yeah. Fair. Uh, eat anything good lately? You know, John, I have. Oh, boy. I have gone to... So it's just in South Carolina, which yep. always has good food. I won't get into that because like... It's your typical. I probably have talked about it on the show before. Charleston, South Carolina, and surrounding areas have delicious food. Um, and but I was in New York uh, a couple times over the past month. Once for work, once for personal. Um, and we ate at this like right before we got on the plane to come back. We stopped in. To, we had to get something quick, so we stopped into one of those um, dumpling places. I don't know if you've seen these. Where you like order, and then it, there's like this whole wall of, you know what you would call them, like kind of like lockers. They look like microwaves. They're not microwaves. They're like lockers. And then you get like a your receipt or a number. And then when the board says your number's ready, you like scan it, and then like one of these like fifty lockers opens up, and um, there are your dumplings. But we had these Korean barbecue, like lightly oh, fried boy. dumplings that were like. Unbelievable. So that's probably the best thing that I've had lately. There's there's a word for that kind of place, and I'm sure someone will come and let us know what it is after the fact. I can't remember. I feel like it's got like super or dinette or some very generic thing attached to it, but I've heard of that. Yeah, it and, was it was awesome and uh, yeah. not crazy expensive, um, which was nice because we like threw it down right before a flight. Um, so I'm hoping that like they'll make their way this way. Maybe there already is one in the city. I don't know. Sounds like somebody we need t- more. Even if we do have one, we need a I feel lot. Like, I feel like Matt Schmidt could tell us something like yeah, that. Let me clean this up for us. But it's, it sounds really good. Uh, you love a dumpling of any nationality or background. You're always going to do well with it. It sounds like you had a really good one. It was great. It was good, great. Good job eating something good lately. It's time for our next segment. Uh, Paul, I think this is indicative of how long it has been since you've been on the show, which, to be clear, 
uh, I will say largely my fault, not to suggest that we haven't attempted to get it together. It is, but it, I, I would, we, I would disagree. Yeah. I would say it's largely my fault. I think the like two prior times that I, I had to cancel or like I had to like move it so much that like it was just, it made more but sense. To get you are, else. you are a busy guy. I don't know if it's your fault yeah. that you're a busy guy and you got a lot of stuff going on. And also at some point on my end, it's not like I feel good being like, okay. I'm going to ask him again every week until he says yes, because that's what's good for our friendship, and that's how we have fun. That's obviously stupid. I'm not going to do that. But I don't think you've been asked this question, and if you have been, I'm sure you'll tell me. And great news, it'll be a hilarious callback if I have asked you this, but Paul Whitehair, how many people do you love? How many people do I love? And to be clear, the most important thing is you don't name any names. Okay. You're just going to give me a number, and that number will be great. But don't be like, oh, I love this person and not this person, because that's, that's shitty. We're not doing that. But just so think about it. You can talk through it to whatever extent you want. Just no names. Okay. This is where you're going to – well, I'm thinking about it and counting it. This is where you'll put in amazing music. Maybe I, – I can just sing it underneath. Yeah, do, please do. Do, 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 do. I would say on like very quick, I take it. I feel like I take a pretty broad view of love. Sure. Like which encompasses, you know, family, certain uh, plants, friends. Um, I won't count my dog because he's not a person. And I, I, did, I did say how many people, not how many and I, and I don't living treat them, things. And I do don't treat them like one. I'll hear um, more about that next. <laughs> um, I would say 30. 30. Fair. I think that's that's very much in the range of where most of these answers end up. Yeah, and that's probably on the low side. Yeah. I would say if I like really got out a pen and like thought about it, it would probably eclipse that. Okay. I, th- I think 30 is a great answer. How 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 lucky you are to love 30 people. Right? Pretty fucking sh- good. Maybe we can... No, we're not naming any names ever. But we know the number's 30. And who knows who's on that list and who's not. Yeah, you could probably back into it. But But maybe with our next segment... You can consider removing someone you used to love because it's time for what we are now calling, thanks to friend of the podcast, Matt Schmidt, and his uh, work making the playlist that keeps this segment going. He named that playlist, I Like This Better. We're now going to do I Like This Better. This is the segment where each week someone adds a new song to our playlist, and the only requirement is that they state that the song they're adding is their favorite song on the playlist. So as long as you like your song the most, you can add it. Uh, I'm going to, I said I wasn't going to do this again, but given the circumstances, I think I'll do it one more time. I'll re- go ahead and read you the playlist. So all you have to do is name a song you like better than all of these. Here are the songs In Dreams by Sierra Farrell, Crazy by Patsy Klein, All Choked Up by Broncho, I didn't do the Bronson Pinchot joke this time. Are you proud? Uh, Night Moves by Bob Seger. And then 
God Only Knows by the Beach Boys. So just do that simple task of name a song you think is better than all of those, Paul. Let me tell you why I think, first, why I think <laughs> Matt Schmidt is a piece of shit. From law school, I feel like it's pretty well established that I was a giant Beach Boys fan. I don't want, like, I know everybody, I think, look, most of us really like the Beach Boys, but like, I made it pretty well known. Anytime that yes. we were playing Caps, I would put on the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. All right. That would, you know, when we used to go around, and you'd play a song, and then like Hubert play a song, Bill play a song. You got to pick. What a, song. a time to be alive! What a oh god, uh, my life is so meaningless now. Um, it's funny because it's true. We had that incredible night, if you remember, where I know I already know what you're going to say. Yes, listened to Pet Sounds like twice through with just like a beautiful breeze coming, which I doors I, and windows talk, open at both ends of the house. I talk all the time about how it was my favorite night of law school. Yeah. Um. And I've just always have talked. I talk about Brian Wilson nonstop. I've seen the Beach Boys a bunch in the different iterations of the Beach Boys Live. Each I one went, better than the last. Each one better than the last. I went and saw Brian Wilson do Pet Sounds. So it's very well established. So for Matt fucking Schmidt to come in, he knew what he was doing. I don't think there's any doubt he knew what he was doing. There are plenty of songs. I've never heard him talk about the Beach Boys. Have you? I don't want to be so confident and no, phrase it that way, but I cannot remember him talking about the Beach Boys. Now. Thank you. Do you remember me talking about the Beach Boys? I remember you telling me that Paul McCartney said that God Only Knows is a perfect song at least 10 times. And I'm yeah, not exaggerating. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. Matt's a piece of shit. This brings me to the crossroads that we're currently at. Yeah. I have a list of songs in my head that I like that are on like my, you know, what you colloquially like a Mount Rushmore, right? How but, do you think they'd put the songs on? Do you think there's like each each head is a QR code and if you scan it, it plays the song? That's pretty. How, how does like, the how does Mount Songmore you know, there, work? There's one that's like Teddy Roosevelt, which is like he shouldn't be on. A, he's he like singing the Mount national Rushmore. anthem, but he he's, shouldn't he's be not on Mount Rushmore. Good version you know, of it. that exactly. song isn't very good. Um, but like that's like so Matt doing that to me is like if I were to my my choice would be like you know the national like a song by the national or something you know that Bill loves or like any country or bluegrass song from the 50s to like 1977. Like sure. and Hugh and Huber would lose his mind, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or like a Waves song, and then you get mad at me. You think um, I fucking like Waves in twenty twenty three? How dare you? Um, so it was a dirty move. I don't even think he—that's his favorite song. I think he did it to slight me, because you know I, when I was listening to the episode and he was talking about um, imploding the list, mm-hmm. it like ki- I kind of thought that maybe that's where he was going. But then I was like, no, 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 he, he wouldn't do that. So can I, uh, should I tell you the song I thought he was going to say? Cause he kept talking about how like it was going to kind of like implode or like a lot of people felt really. I, I had song. a song in mind too. I'm excited to see if it's the same okay. one. I'll hear yours. First. Should I go ahead and say it. Yeah. I, I only worry about saying it because I don't want it to be somebody else's song, but 
I, I, I mean, at this point, I think the gloves are off. Everybody can do whatever they want. You can, yeah. like, if you want to say a song and they'd be like, and here's what this dipshit's going to try to say next yeah. and it's going to not be good. You can do whatever you want. I thought, and this is not my pick, um, but I love it. I thought Matt was going to go Suspicious Minds by Ooh. Elvis because that was like, I don't know, like probably the number one song we played at Brass Rail. I feel like every time we went to Brass Rail, we played Suspicious Minds. So I thought maybe he was going there. I thought Matt was going to play Mark was going to pick Marquee Moon by Television, uh, and also a uh, extreme Brass Rail song, but also the one that I associate most with him. And then as he started winding up, I thought he was really trying to aim it at. I'm picking a song that I think is going to do the most damage to the group. And then I think I just projected inward. Uh, never project the inward, by the I, way. That's, that's my first thought was, oh, boy. Uh, but I, I, I looked within myself to, to, to too great an extent. And I thought he was going to do like All My Friends by LCD Sound System. Because I thought, but then I, after the fact, I was like, well, no, that would be like harmful to me. But yeah. honestly, as far as crossing names off in the group, I think he picked the best song he could have picked. I don't yeah. know how many people would, would would come on, and I don't. To be clear, you will, you're going to be forced to choose to say either that's that's my favorite song or here's a song I like better. And in terms of making that difficult for people, I think God only knows might be as good as yeah. he could have possibly done. Now, what what beliefs does he have in his heart? Maybe maybe to him that's a top ten song, or maybe to him it's a top twenty five song. But what he, is it but his he sincerely one? likes it better. It doesn't have to be his number uh, one. Yeah, it's, all he has to say is he likes it better than Night Moves. But Even that, he, I'm surprised that was a crazy pick to do. If you're trying to build on the game, right? It's like, hey. Let's let's list good baseball players, and someone's like Ron Gant was a really good baseball. player. And Ron Gant was a really good. And baseball he was a good baseball player. player. And then someone's like um, Andre Dawson was a good baseball player. A little and bit better. The next, the next person's like Hank Aaron. <laughs> and you're like, all right, well, I guess the fucking game's yeah. over. Yeah. I got there's seven names, and I don't yeah. love any of them. Very cool. I was gonna go Willie McCovey and try to get the game going, but okay. So I also, by the way, after I listened to the episode. I did um, think about an LCD sound system song that I thought about <laughs> saying specifically to piss you off, but it was not that. Um, so, anyways, okay. So here we are. I don't, honest. What I would like to do is give you another song and say like this is better, just because I, you know, like. I got a bunch of songs that are like way high on like my. You think are way better than God only knows. But I don't think I can. I don't think I can honestly say that I think these songs are better. I could say like are close to being on par with, but that's not mm -hmm. the game. No. And I. If, you if have I'm to believe in your heart right, that the song you say is better. If, and if you can't say that, right, you can't say that. I can't say it. So where does that leave us? Is that. Right, do we have to build a new list again? Yeah, that's exactly where it leaves us. We have officially way established. To, way to fucking ruin the game, Matt. I, the, the game is not ruined. The game, this, this only, if anything, I think this proves the power of the game. We have a beautiful, like, if, think of the next time you go on 
a long drive with your family and you're like and 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 Rebecca's over there and she's like maybe I'll put a song on you're like wait I have the perfect playlist and you can just put on <laughs> I like this better the <laughs> five song playlist and listen to that in its entirety is it so is this like a single that basically that is like a singles album and they just like threw a bunch of other garbage on it's it's a little backloaded in my opinion yeah but the good news is it's time for round two. I think we should call this I Like This Better 2. Matt Schmidt, if you're willing to keep uh, the playlist going. Yeah. Uh, and you get to name the first song. And boy, let me tell you, when you name the first song, the standard is name a song you like. Please don't name a song you dislike. That would be rude. Yeah. Everyone else will have to name a song they like better. And everyone will have exactly like there's if, if the if person two wants to be like Babs and Matt. They can up the ante immediately, or we can maybe we should shoot for two hundred songs the next time. Wouldn't that be everything's fun? valid? We and can then do we could all have a nice playlist instead of Matt trying to ruin everything. Now, do you think? What do you think is better when Babs and Matt said "Night Moves" and "God Only Knows," or when Gina said "All Choked Up" by Broncho? <laughs> that. <laughs> okay, fair. Is your now, uh, the one other thing I want to make clear is going to make things a little bit complicated going forward? But I'm a good host; I can handle it. I am going to re- demand that we're not white. doing repeats. <laughs> that so any artist I name is white. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, everyone has to be white. I'm not sure about. Well, I bet there's somebody who's not white in Broncho. <laughs> yeah, I also don't know a lot about Sierra Farrell, but I think she's white. Uh, but either way, uh, we're not doing repeats. Yeah. So uh, even though this is a new playlist, and you, you certainly we're not starting with name a song better than God only knows. That would be stupid. But no one's going to be allowed to do like if, if person two is not going to be allowed to say God only knows is my second song yeah. or whatever. So all new songs. Uh, how, how do you want to start this playlist out? Okay, so I had a list of songs, but like because I once Matt you know ruined everything by saying God only knows. I thought, okay, what are some songs that are for me, that are way up there, but I don't want to escalate it that quickly. Sure. Right? You can imagine some of the names. Imagine Dragons, a great choice. <clears throat> well, great. You ruined the fucking podcast. No! <laughs> I love that that guy got real jacked, and now he just takes his shirt off all the time. <laughs> I got one move, and I'm going to do it real early in the show. I can't remember what it was, and this is a total, but he did some fucking cover. I like randomly saw it on YouTube. I don't know how. Imagine Dragons got in my probably because you were masturbating and searching Imagine Dragons on YouTube entire album and I was having sex to it (laughs) with myself but having sex she was gone she'd been gone for months (laughs) I haven't told you guys a lot things have not gone well since my last time on the podcast Um, I'm certain that's my kid though too dark perhaps too dark I don't need a DNA test. <laughs> I can see it in her eyes. Um, but no, he did some. Co- anyways, he did some cover and was fucking terrible and like ruined some great song. Um, okay, but what I'm going to say is I'm gonna go. A lot of these I have. I don't want to escalate that quickly. Because I'd like to be on and be able to say some of these again. Um, I'm going to go Better Things by the Kinks. 
this isn't escalating? Well, that, I mean, it's a great song, but, like, you know, it's not, like, I don't know, it's a top, it's probably not a top 50 song, right? Like, No, I mean, I, I think you're right. I can go a different song the, that's, the, like, more no. obtuse. Here's what's up. The song's been selected. We're not. We're, we don't. We, we only go one direction. Now on I can, but now I kind of burn. You know what? Now I'm thinking about it. Like I kind of burn myself because some of these other ones that are like maybe newer bands, I can't now. If I get in, if I'm like on again in like say six other guests, it's six other guests and then me, and we still got this list going. I can't go one of these other ones because it's probably not better than Better Things by the Kinks. But hey, the good news is. I don't think this is a song that people are thinking about that much. And so it's going to be good for everybody. There's just like, this is like, people are going to listen to this song and be like, God damn, that's a good fucking song. Yeah. And you know, I think that's a huge part of this. I honestly, the guy from fountains of Wayne died. Yeah. And he had a famous cover of it. I think on Conan, on Conan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was so good. And so like, I knew the song, but then when that happened, that was COVID. I think, uh, that Adam really, Schleppen I was like, oh my right. God, this yeah. is like the fucking best. Yeah. And, and, and so then, but honestly, if I listened to the song in the last year, I probably not. Yeah. And so I already, I'm going to listen to the song the moment we finish and I'm excited yeah. to do that. But I do think I screwed myself a little bit. Um, no, that, that's hey, good news. You coming back on the show in the next three years? But, but like I said, it'll be 10 playlists down the road. I was going to say, I, I'm going to need a new playlist to plug one of these newer bands or like mm-hmm. newer, but. 100 Gex? Are you going to do 100 Gex? I don't even know what that is. Hardly anybody is putting 100 Gex on the list, and it's really <laughs> pissing me off. <laughs> well, when you... Whoever's next, come on. Tell us which 100 Gex song you like better than <laughs> <laughs> Better Things by the Kinks. That will be an interesting choice by you. Um, I'm excited to hear Bill what Bill's song is, um, because I think he's going to torture himself. Yeah, I think so too. I'll, I think I alluded to this somewhat. This will be the, our last little part of this segment. I mean, this was the whole. This whole concept is a little bit of a cheat because I I, I don't have like full reign to choose the guests. But like when Matt Schmidt said, "God only knows," I was like, you know what the funniest possible resolution of this is. Make Paul Whitehair come on and suffer and either say, I like this song better, which he may not be able to do in good conscience, or say, fuck it, I'm ending this. And that's all, that's always the case. I mean, it's always, I'm picking, like, no, I may not be picking the guests based on how I think their responses to this are going to be, but I knew what I was doing when I was like, Paul Whitehair, that, that, that's going to hurt him. Yeah, and it does. And, but it's a good, even though, as again, I think Matt's a complete piece of shit, trash person. That's um, granted. We're not discussing that yeah, anymore. I don't want to get any calls saying Matt's actually a good guy. I don't want to hear it. Do not call into the podcast. Oh to if try I hear to one thing about, from Pat Polk about Matt Schmidt, Agreed. I'm going to lose my mind. But it is a good uh, test for the game saying, hey, just be, you know, like, you have to really look inward, like you said, and. Be able That's to your favorite word to look at. Said. Every day you just look at the dictionary That's and you just jack off. What's an... <laughs> and say, I honestly like this song better than all of these previous songs. 
my favorite joke I've ever made on the podcast? Question mark. I think it's a good one. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Please with that. Okay. Yeah, you mark down in your notebook like John had a good <laughs> joke today. It's actually funny occasionally. Who can believe it? Hey, I, I just saw I just saw you lift that up. What are you drinking there? Um, John, this is um, an Edmonds Oast um, Bound by Time IPA. Ooh. Um, I, don't, I don't know many of those words other than IPA. Um, Edmonds Oast is a very cool brewery restaurant in South Carolina, in Charleston, South Carolina, um, that make uh, peanut butter jelly beer as well. Oh, yeah. They make a ton. They make a, very, a bunch of cool beers. One is peanut butter jelly beer, which I think I've probably t- – I might have talked about on this podcast before, but – um, sounds like it's going to be too sweet and weird, but it is not. Um, it's just kind of like got a little bit of jelly peanut butter aftertaste. But if you're down in Charleston, I would highly recommend that their food is, is excellent too. And it's got a cool outdoor space. Very Johnny, nice. what are you drinking? Uh, my beer is less interesting and I'll bet less good. But I was at the beer store earlier this day and I saw the relatively basic not exciting but still relatively up my alley beer of the Lagunitas Island Beats Tropical IPA. Oh, how is it? It's fine. Yeah. I I, I thought it'd be bigger, especially like the uh the alcohol isn't that isn't that high. It's only like a 5.0. And so I thought that perhaps that would mean we're going to really engage this fruitiness and it's fine. Yeah. What's like a 5.0? Yeah. I think for like a Wednesday night, perfectly. It's, My it, other... it very much like I, I, I like to have kind of like a range in the fridge of where I'm going to go. Yeah. And like, this is a very good, I'm doing a podcast on a Wednesday and we can just have, we might even have a second one depending on well, how things go. I was just about to say my next one is um, a noon whistle one, which is a one in Naperville, but yep, yep. It's an IPA, but like, on the same idea, it's a six percent. There you go. Lower alcohol IPA that's like an easier drinker and like it's good, but you know it's like it's not you know in right. your face. You know, is that you need stuff that's not that powerful so you can still have like seven or eight shots of whiskey the same night because otherwise you're just like fucking wiped out if you're drinking strong beers with that. Or if you're or if you're Bill Kalish and you're having like two three bottles of Riesling every night, <laughs> like finger lakes Riesling every night, which it seems like he is. Those finger lakes, they they got some stuff going on up there, huh? Ask Bill Kalish about the wine region and the finger lakes. Uh, he knows it's an up and coming region, and he will tell you about it. Something something finger my lake region. On to the next segment. Uh, Paul, what sauce are you bringing to the table? Johnny, I've got it. I brought it so you can see it. Oh, um, and it's pretty basic. And I'm hope, I hope no one's done it yet, but there's, that's always a possibility. It's Bashan's Japanese barbecue sauce. Right? And it comes in this fucking giant bottle. Um, it is just really good, uh, like... And by barbecue sauce, you know, it's like a uh, Korean barbecue sauce, so it's, like, mm-hmm. not very viscous. Um, but it's, like, so fucking good on just as, like, a base sauce that you can kick up with spicier stuff, but, um, like, a base sauce for, like, meat, rice, and veggies. It's so good. And you know it's good because it's one tablespoon has 23% of your daily sodium. Oh, yeah. 
It sounds wonderful. It's wonderful. I, and you can get it at Costco. You know, I, and me, I have definitely seen the bottle. Yeah. I don't know if I've actually ever had it before. But the moment you held it up, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's 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 good stuff." I think it's in some restaurants. That yeah, they have. I, I, that's they, the, the vibe I get. Is I think yeah. I probably had it in that way, but not ever like purchased it for myself. Yeah, it doesn't have like it's not it's not like a spice kind of thing. So like like I said, like if you're having uh, a bowl or something, you might want to like spice it up with something else as well. But it's mm-hmm. just like a really good base sauce. I think it's a great sauce. Are you proud of yourself for doing such a good job with the sauce? Thank you so much. Well, I brought I brought it because I wanted you to see. I don't know how many how many people are bringing to see for you to see the bottle. Here's what I found: nobody brings me the bottle uh, on the podcast, but I think I am establishing a bit of a name for myself as, if not a sauce aficionado, a mm-hmm. sauce appreciator. I'm getting a lot of texts, a lot of Instagram messages these days. Of people being like, you know about this sauce? I saw this sauce the other day. Uh, oh, and by sorry, by people you mean eighteen-year-old girls the day they turn eighteen. No, that's not true. It, yeah. it, it's uh, uh, friends of the podcast, people who know me, are just like I, I. I heard about this good new sauce, and I think you need to know about it. I love that. Yeah, I love it do too. Do we get a lot of lit? So, do you get SoundCloud give you stats and stuff? Yeah. Are we getting... 18-year-old oh. girls exclusively. Amazing. Incredible. No, not true. I love that it's segmented like that, though. Yeah. 18 it, and, and a half, they, they hate it. So They're, if they listen to They it, all get turned off to the show by the time they reach their half birthday. I'm glad you turned on that push notification. It's like if someone listened to it when they were 17, once they turn 18, you get a push notification from SoundCloud. It's like, by the way, Diva Girl 69 just turned 18 yesterday. Senator, congrats. I know that you improv people think it's funny to escalate, but that was actually that that my joke was okay, but yours was offensive. But you're not contacting them, John, until after they're 18. That's what the push notification is for. I don't. Everybody sends me their sauces, and I just don't reply. I'm like, I I got ketchup. I'm good. I don't need it. That's how. That's how you push them away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good segment. These are these are these are good jokes. <laughs> no, not not to, to criticize you. Entirely my fault. Feel free to cut around these. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, the great news is this is way too clean an episode. Not interested in cutting any of this. <laughs> um, no, I don't uh, talk to eighteen-year-old girls in any fashion, and I don't have anyone who I don't know sending me sauces. But I do have a lot of people who uh, either know of the podcast or have been on the podcast, and they're like, Johnny, you're the the number one. How do you combine stunner and sauce into a word? Saucener? Something of that nature. Yeah. Like you're, you're like the sauce boy, by the way. Make a note of that for changing my title going forward. You're the sauce boy in my life. I want you to know about this good sauce. And so I'm just you're hearing like, about sauces, and I love it. You're like the um, Margaret. As Margaret is to pasta. Oh, I don't like this at all. You are to sauce. And no. and that Dylan is to hair. <laughs> that good hair. That good hair. Hey, Dylan says that good hair. That's way creepier than when I made those other jokes, right? <laughs> we are not the same. And then I'm like fixing my tie. 
<laughs> Memes. Uh-huh. Uh, you could have done a Rodney Dangerfield. Like, ooh. ooh yeah. And not so dissimilar from adjusting a tie. Like That's true. You're still, like, collar adjacent. It's time for a final segment. And we talked a little bit about this before we uh, got before the we were on mic, but those mics they were not yet hot. I guess the the mic's hot if you if you can hear someone talking on it, right? I guess the mics were hot because we could talk to each other. Yeah. We weren't like we were not using Total Recorder, a weird Russian software that Paul White Paul Air that Pat Polk encouraged me to buy years ago that records conversations cut. We didn't have that on yet, um, but we were talking about like what our big final segment could be, and we went through a couple of things, and then eventually we were like, you know what? Let's just do the fucking etiquette segment again. I know. I well, I want to do the etiquette segment. You want to do that segment about rating 18-year-old celebrities. The first one I've got here <laughs> is uh, – now, this one, you said that you wanted to do – Really bad. If you bring up astrology and it is not met enthusiastically, change the topic. So think about the last time you were at a party and you brought up astrology. Which I love to do, Mm -hmm. as you know. You know why? Because you're the one talking to 18-year-old girls. (laughs) Not me. I'm good. Um, <laughs> I would say yes. I would say change the... I mean, I would say that on most topics, right? Like, if you bring up a topic and it's not... It, like, not met enthusiastically, what are you going to just, like, keep talking about it? That's a great point. Imagine <laughs> being at a party and, like, man, I like Marcus Stroman, but I wish he didn't support anti-Semites. And then <laughs> everyone else is like... Eh. I don't like either side of this conversation. I'm like, too bad. Yeah. <laughs> I got 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Start listening. Like, well, clearly, they, if, you're, if you're talking to anybody and they don't like what you're talking about, your job is to stop talking about that. 100%. I, I feel it especially – I've been in that situation when, um, you know, like um, my signi- like, significant other, like Rebecca or whoever, you know, whoever in the past has been like, hey, here's this guy that's like my friend's boyfriend – and, like, we're going to go off and go to the bathroom or we're going to go do something. Like, you guys talk. And I'll oh, always God. try to bring up, you know, like, sports, music, or movies. Or something that you, like, you think would, like, be a general topic that you could talk about. And so many times I've just been met with at almost absolute and abject silence. So then I know, like, okay, they're not into sports. or like, yep. they didn't see the... They didn't see do, you know, whatever, like that I, that what I brought up. So, um, I would say like any topic, if it's not met enthusiastically or even like a little bit of curiosity, then you should move on because you don't want to be that person's like, I was saying that with John and he, like all he was talking about is like how Ross Perot should have won in the nineties and like <laughs> that, like it might I have still been think good. he could win. <laughs> I still think. I, I, I completely agree. Like it sure that's fine advice, but it is a, a tiny morsel of the actual good advice of just if people don't seem to like what you're talking about, you were wrong by definition. 
Yeah. Like you don't get to just keep saying it no matter how, how good you think your take is or whatever funny thing you think you're building to. You're, yeah, you're going to like, I think it's like a social contract. You're like you're going to ruin everybody's time. Yeah. Like obviously people aren't interested in this and you were just clogging up the conversation space by continuing to go on about it. But astrology you're- is one, sorry, astrology is one of those things that people, I've been in a conversation with someone that brought up astrology before and like, Obviously, it was met by me with almost no interest, and they just kept going on for like forty-five minutes. I'm, I, I don't want. I don't want to hear about any astrology. No, I don't know. I also don't know anything about it. So wait, somebody's wait, like, "You, you know enough." Not knowing anything is funny. No one should know anything about that. That's not good. We don't have to go into any further. I think I have a good one here next. It's, okay. uh, I'm, ju- I'm jumping around. It's totally, totally different. And this one I think might be, this is, a, this is, I think most people agree that like pe- others are not allowed to just grill you about astrology no matter how much they want to. I don't know where I stand on this. I, I, okay. In fact, I think I might even, my first instinct is complete disagreement, but let's see what you say. White people, so good start. Oh boy. Should always and I, I'm going to follow these, these, uh, the advice here. So I'm going to do what it says to do. White people should always clearly pronounce 50 cent. I'll just tell you the truth. I do not do that. I say 50 cent. When we're talking about the artist, right? Yeah, I do, I do not say, hey, <laughs> hey, I don't know if you noticed, but we had to split that dollar back there. You cent. owe me 50 cent. Um, God, I don't know the last time I've said that. I'm trying to think what I do. Now well, here's what it is. It. I'm in a conversation and I'm like, do you guys know anybody who doesn't masturbate? And then I say, like 50 cent. Does 50 cent not? He has a, that's a big thing for him. Oh, you just, you, okay. I, I just crossed that off. We made it clear where you stand. I just said 50 cent. Yikes. Yeah. I don't know if that's a yikes. I don't know. I mean, you can do as you please, but there's two facts. One, you say 50 cent and two, 50 Cent doesn't masturbate. He says it's very important not to do. Interesting. Um, gosh, I think maybe that one thing that that proves is that I'm objectively whiter than you. I don't know if anyone is objectively whiter than me. <laughs> Lee. I, there can be a tie. There can be a lot of people tied. I think I'm, I'm a pretty white guy. So, okay, I would say I don't think... No, I wouldn't say, I don't think you have to say, I don't know. John, this is a tough one for me because I obviously say 50 cent. I've always said, now that I think like, I've always said 50 cent. I'd love if the the listeners wanted to weigh in. Anybody just wants, uh, like, how about this? When you listen, just drop into the the chat, 50 cent or 50 cent, like F-I-D-D-Y. And then just just let us know because I, I, Maybe maybe I'm way off. I I definitely historically. Now do you, do you, do you feel like you had a time period in your life where you said fifty, or have you have you always been fifty? No, I think I've always been fifty. Yeah. Okay. I I'm excited to see where people stand on that. I this is a hundred percent. I I mean this with sincerity. Willing to have my mind changed. If everybody's like John, you're out of line with that, and especially if anybody wants to say. 
we've always been laughing at you behind your back. <laughs> Can't That's fucking believe you do that. I'd, I'd yeah, love to hear about years. it. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to have uh, my eyes opened on this issue because apparently I'm fucking up if that's the case. Or maybe everybody's like, Paul Whitehair isn't a true Black Lives Matter ally because he won't <laughs> say it the right way. Now, anybody in this fucking hey guys, group weighing in with that, that's going to be a hot fucking take from you. Hey, guys, uh, drop in the chat if you think Paul Whitehair or not. Is a BLM supporter. Yeah. In fact, we yeah. want to hear from don't, you. Don't do the fifty cent, fifty cent <laughs> thing. Do hashtag Bubba True BLM or hashtag Paul False BLM. <laughs> One of those two. I think he loses the Bubba if it's not true. <sighs> Looking forward to all this ex- exciting uh, user engagement. Uh, this is. That one, that one's too difficult. I'm not doing that. Some of these aren't aren't for user consumption. Oh, that. There you go. Here's a great one. And there's no further explanation. Some of these, there's like, some of these are like six par- six long paragraphs following, and sometimes it's just the thing. Okay. This one's just the thing. It's open to interpretation. Okay. When planning a hangout, it's absolutely fine. To say, quote, no partners. Oh, boy. I, well, I just had uh, someone do this uh, like three weeks ago. They said no partners. They said it in the invite. Okay. They're like, you know, this is going to be just, uh, you know, whatever, dinner, drinks, no partners. Um, How did it make you feel when you saw that initially? I, you know, I honestly thought it was a little weird, but maybe this person that organized it doesn't. They hate their spouse. Is not dating anybody. Oh, oh, that's actually a more interesting way to go. That's a more interesting. My lame joke. Yeah. Where they're like, don't fucking bring a bunch of women over to my fucking house. (laughs) Look, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it was more like, well, then I'll feel weird. If you all bring your wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, then I'm going to feel weird. You'll all be making or, out around me on the couch, we'll and I'll just be sitting Having here. sex, you know. I, I don't even have a dictionary with the N-word in it here, so I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> um, that's a good question. Or a good, I guess, presentment or scenario. Um, I think it... Maybe it depends on context. I'll let you off the hook the slightest bit and say that's exactly where I started as well in my head. Yeah. I was like, I don't like this, but I can see there being events for which this was okay. But I can also completely imagine this being abused and this not being a cool thing to do. We're discounting. We're not uh, considering certain things like. Bachelor, bachelorette parties, Obviously, and yeah. shit like, like that, anytime right? you, like, there are certain is, circumstances where you wouldn't even need to say it because it's this, a certain thing. Now, whether you know you could disagree with that, but I, that's definitely what I'm thinking. Yes. Okay. I don't think that I would say like if it's a pure hangout and like we're going to get drinks or whatever. I don't think I would say no partners personally. Um. Because I don't really see what the issue would be. Um, 
But I guess I could see certain scenarios where possibly that, like, you know, you just want it to be a certain group of people or something like that. I don't know. John? Yeah. I think I think in the end, I disagree with the advice, and I'm going to focus on this aspect here. Here's the quote again. When planning a hangout, it's absolutely fine to say no partners. And I just am not going to agree with it's absolutely yeah, fine to say no I agree. partners. It's I agree. sometimes it's occasionally fine to say no partners. Yeah. There are many circumstances where it's fucking weird if you're saying no partners. Yeah. I think I agree with you. Yeah. And so I, I don't like that part of it, but like, like clearly not every, like, what if it's like, God, I, I just have the dirtiest jokes when you come on here. We're not going to do that. Here's a fun I guess, one. I don't know. I guess it's like, uh, one could imagine a scenario where you're doing something that like, you, I don't know, that you, I guess it would be presumptuous to say that like, you would think that people's partners would not have a good time doing if there's something that's like, so I don't know. And but, it, but again, though, if you feel the need to say it, it's because you think they're going to try to show up anyway. So you're clearly your concern is not. That's true. That they're like, going to come, even though it's not fun for them. If I was in, you don't want them there. That's true. If I was invited to something that like I didn't think Rebecca would like, I would just say like, hey, you could come with me to this thing. But like, I don't think you're going to like it. We're going to go see like some, you know, 1970s Japanese horror movie. And like, you're obviously invited, but like, you're probably not going to enjoy it. Right, but I agree. I agree with you. Okay, Paul, I've got a couple more here. Okay. I think this one is. Uh, well, I, I I think perhaps I'm speaking too much about them before I give them to you. Yeah, just give it. Give them to me raw. Disperse. Don't clump. The superstars at the table. Disperse. Don't clump the superstars at the table. Superstar, I'm assuming, I mean, I know you don't want to give anything of, assuming superstars mean like the people that are driving the conversation, like. I think that's I exactly what they're talking about, yeah. Yeah, I guess, I guess. This to me feels more like common sense than like good advice. Yeah. It's like, was there any doubt that like if you've got if you're putting together this dinner and you got 14 people going to be at the table that the the four big bright shining stars shouldn't all sit next to each other i don't do we need this advice is this interesting advice are we doing anything with this i know i think you're right like i think like like when you get married and you're like trying to put uh you know like you obviously have tables um, of like people that all know each other, right? Like, so you like get your table from people that in law school, they all know each other, from college, they all know each other. But then ultimately you're going to have kind of independent tables of people that like are not connected. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that that makes a lot of sense that you're going to like, okay, I know that Johnny, uh, I know that he can really talk to people and that he is also like willing to talk to other people. So like maybe he goes here and I know maybe like Bill is also the same. We'll put another table, and this is in a scenario. Do so you think me and Bill don't get to sit together? That's I would not. Put, I wouldn't put you and Bill together. Wow. No way. We're going to create vortex. <laughs> sucks everyone into our haterism. Um, but yeah, no, I think you're right. I think that's kind of like common sense. Yeah. Uh, I only read it because I hate the follow-up so much, and I'm going to give it to you. So okay. this is not the next advice. This is like the discussion. 
of that advice. But is it really? Because I think this person just wants to flex. I'll read you the advice again, then I'll go into it. Disperse, don't clump, the superstars at the table. And never, ever make a superstar, whether they are famous or just extremely charismatic, face a wall. They always face the room. They must be allowed to sparkle. I once sat a very famous actor facing a wall at a dinner party. He didn't say anything to me, but I think he was upset, and I've often thought about it since. What the fuck are you even talking about? What? Yeah, what is that? This even is just mean? a fl- like one time Robert Pattinson came to a party I had, and I'm so stupid I made him face the wall, and he never came back to my party again. Is Listen, that what I've you're seen- saying? I've seated people at the Oscars, and that was my job for a long yeah, time. And I made it a- for real. Yeah, that's dumb. And agreed that that's just somebody's flexing. Oh, now this is a wonderful one. Now, I'm going to tell you in advance that there are one, two, three, four, five long paragraphs following this. But I don't want to read five long paragraphs. I want to read you one simple line. Okay. If you like them... now. To be clear, I'm just going to put this out there. This seems to be discussing a lot of things. Meeting a new person, hanging out with a friend. Again, hanging out with a famous person. Thanks so much, fucking magazine, for continually telling you what to do when I hang out with a famous person. Which happens all the time. But like, but also a romantic meetup, any of these. Okay. So, like, lots of different contexts. This is general There's advice. A lot of layers to this one. Okay. If you like them, text people within three hours of hanging out with them. I. You can just sit on that. I think this is such an interesting statement. I don't. I don't know how I feel yet. Yeah. Um, I think there are different scenarios where the answer is different right break it Um, down so if i like when i was you know like in the dating world if i like had a good date i would generally and i think it in my experience was good practice if i had a good date or something or like i hung out with somebody that i would text them fairly soon afterwards just saying hey had a really nice time blah blah love to see you again or you know like a just to like keep them myself in their mind and hopefully that and you could kind of gauge if they felt the same as like, mm-hmm. you know, we met, you know, you mentioned, uh, I don't know, you were talking about Harrison Ford on your date or when you talk to them and you send them a link to something you talk about, some sort of connection. Um, so I, I generally think in that date, like a uh, romantic or hope to be romantic scenario, I think that is good advice. Let me follow up on that one specifically to start. I always liked that. And do agree with it, but I recognize that it is effectively almost like counter-programming to to some extent. The general wisdom seems to be that uh, you should should play hard to get. And if you go on a date, you don't say anything for a while, and then they have to wonder. But I always felt like it was aligned with who I am and my values – to be like, I'm the guy who just gives it to you immediately in yeah. more ways than one, ladies. But uh, just lets you know, like, I'm not fucking around. I had a good time on the date. 
Did you have yeah. a good time on the date? Yeah. Like, this is, I'm not doing any of that stuff. So yeah. if, if you had fun, say so. And if you didn't, say so. And if you want to do that stuff with someone else, you'll do that with them because that's not what you're going to do with me. Yeah, we are. I, I think that was that we're was absolutely effective. absolutely aligned on that one. Okay, so that's a romantic uh, scenario. A romantic or, scenario. Yeah. Tell me about another scenario. If so, it's hard because it's like their different context is to like. So let's say we all met up for the draft, Johnny, and you. Bring somebody. If you don't text me three hours yeah. after I first see you at the draft, I will know that you hate me forever. Well, like if you're meeting somebody, so like say you bring a friend that you have, like another friend in Chicago, right? And um, and he's very cool. Him or her is very cool. And I'm like, oh, I really like, I really like them. They're really fun to talk to, or whatever. I'd like to like be their friend or something. Like I don't know that I would text them within That'd three hours. Bad. That would be kind of strange. I would just say. Hey Johnny, I really liked Tim, or I, you know, I really liked Daisy. Like, you should bring them out next time we hung out. Blah blah blah, and then like it organically would turn into some sort of friendship or something, or it wouldn't, depending on if they felt the same way. Um, so I would not, in that scenario, text somebody within three hours unless I guess there was some sort of like connective tissue of something that we were talking about where it was just like more of a natural thing to do, but I can't even think about what that would I be. I was going to say, even that, I would yeah. be, it would be tough. Because that would seem like a little too desperate, mm. I think. Um, I want the other, I want that person to know I have way more friends than I do. I don't fucking need them. You should be so lucky as to roll in here. You went in a group chat, never going to happen. You don't Forget even want, that now. You don't even want to see my fucking Google calendar. It's bananas <laughs> with social engagements, all right? This motherfucker, I got a podcast, and you ain't on it. I've got, I'm going to, not only does my boy have a podcast that I'm on, I'm going to podcast recordings, all right? I've got front row seats at Talia Hall, all right? I got to be in an Airbnb bedroom from 4 to 5 on a Friday <laughs> later in April to do a podcast. You think I need you? I can't, even if you do want to hang out with me, like, it's going to have to be well in advance. I'm booked out till July. Let me give you an example. Saturday, June 17th. Let me take a look at my Google Calendar. Oh, that's right. I'm jerking off to the N-word in the dictionary. <laughs> and that, my friends, is what we call a little bit of a callback. Um, I'm with you on all of that. Uh, you can't text the person that you only kind of know in a non-romantic situation yeah. like this. How about if it's a hang with a friend? Do you send... Now, I don't even know if this is really what the sh this this advice is getting into. Do you send the follow-up? Like you say, say, even... How about this? Some You and I, our schedules aligned. We met and had a couple drinks someplace in Chicago, and then we went our separate ways. Would you send me a, a text message later that day saying, like, good hangs, or would you just let that ride? I would just probably let it ride. I always if, send the good hangs. Do you? Uh, if I someone, love the good hangs. I think the good hangs is strong. I like that. If someone sent me that, I would feel good about it. I send it more, like, if uh, we had that same hang, like, if I went to the city and you uh, you're like, Hey, come over or whatever. And like, have a drink. And we had, I got a like, new Webster's. I got a new Webster's. We can, I've got a new Webster's and I've got some really cheap 
lotion, just the <laughs> fun of it. Um, but if you like, if you cooked or something and we like had over and we like, or I would say I would follow up with, you know, like Johnny had a really good time, appreciate the hospitality or something like that. So if yeah. like, if I'm going into somebody's house or environment and they like do something or they like provide food or booze or whatever, I will almost always send a text. But if I, um, and I guess it depends who it is. If I haven't seen anybody in a while, I might say, I might be more inclined to send a, Hey, it was really nice catching up kind of text than if it were somebody that I see quite a bit. When, when I get to the draft and everybody's hanging out, I'm the first time, the moment I see everyone, I'm going to start a three hour timer on my phone. And then when it goes off, I'm going to, te- even if I'm still in the same room as them, I'm going to text them. Man, it was great seeing you three hours ago. <laughs> and they're all going to get it. I like, like that. Like, I, I see Aaron Lauder at four o'clock. And then at seven o'clock, I'm like, and he's like across from me, like, Aaron, good seeing you. You might even be in conversation with him right now. I'm like, Aaron, shut the fuck up. You're talking about who the, who the Bears just picked. And he's saying some <laughs> bullshit that doesn't make any sense. Um, and then I, you're and just like looking too. at him and texting at the same time. I'm just shaking my head, looking him in the eye. Like, you don't even deserve <laughs> this shit. But when you talked about, you mentioned like a celebrity, like, a, no, I wouldn't text a celebrity. Like if I met a celebrity, I wouldn't follow up with a text message. I really hate to say this, but in the description beneath, there is a specific segment on if you're hanging out with a celebrity. I don't know why this fucking magazine thinks we're all hanging out. It's like, well, I guess it's just me. I'm so fancy. I, I, I can occasionally contribute to New York magazine. So I'm very frequently hanging out with celebrities. But here's what it says. When hanging out with a famous person, you should not expect to follow up texts. No fucking shit. Thanks yeah. for letting me know. Those people are very busy with inboxes filled with acquaintance, acquaintances begging for validation. You can, however, expect... Do you have any guesses of what I'm going to say next? What can you expect after you hang out with a famous person? I don't even have any guesses. You're not going to like it. You can, however, expect an Instagram follow after oh. two or three hangs. If you do not get a follow, they do not respect you. Thank so you for like, your incredible insight on your many hangs with famous people. Fucking shit ass, dumbass person. So if I go hang out with like, I don't. Who, John Rhodes. If I go hang out with John Rhodes, podcast extraordinaire, and he doesn't follow me after three, he doesn't proactively get on Instagram. Look my Who name fuck up it? Maybe he doesn't me. use Instagram. Lots of yeah. fucking, or maybe like some dude who works for him use, does his Instagram. It, oh yeah, like big yeah. Like why would we? Why, how is this even good advice in this so tiny dumb. window of yeah, this, moronic, just awful. Any other scenarios involving texting people within three hours of hanging out with them you'd like to discuss? It doesn't have to be. We can skip. No, can, I don't think we so. can do one more. Last one. Okay. I love this. I can I can see any argument. Never buy a gift off registry.
And I'll give you the uh, fun bonus, the line after. But money is always the perfect gift. Does this feel tacky? Reconsider. Now, I have I, no qualms with that. That's easy for me. I um, never buy a gift off registry. I if the, if the registry is full, I will always just give money. I prefer to give money anyway. Like, I think giving money is the best thing to do there, yeah. Uh, for weddings, I just always give money because, like, that's just what everybody wants and needs mm-hmm. after they get married. So, like, I just do that. If if, if I were cons- if I somehow looked at the thing and no one was – even then, like, if no one buys anything off the registry, they'll just use the money to buy the stuff they want. Yeah. But, like, I, I get – maybe that'd be there. But uh, speak – tell me about uh, occasionally – if you would ever buy a gift off registry? Um, a wedding registry, definitely not. I would never buy, I would never buy anything off a wedding registry um, because you would just give them money. Um, like a registry, like a baby registry, maybe you would. You could think you have some special knowledge. Well, maybe you would just do like, so the registry is completely full and you don't know what else to get them. Like, you know, like people just do like out, you know, like outfits or stuff like that. And like, I think that's probably fine. Um, you can always take stuff back. like people are, I think it should be more accepted to like, you could just take stuff back. So like, oh, just so always again, get a just gift receipt with it. And then I'll just, just take an argument in favor of cash. Yeah. So like, yeah. Boy, yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't got to take it back. I got it. But I feel like the baby registry is less. I like, I think nobody's that makes getting, sense. nobody's getting cat. Like we didn't get envelopes of cash when people, yeah. I wish we did. But like when we had our, you know, when we had Penelope. Um, so I think wedding registry, I would definitely never buy anything off, off registry and you know, just give them cash. Baby, like you might just do. Uh, like, you know, like they're going to need clothes yeah. and whatever things. And if you see something like, oh, I want to. But you can also, I, yeah. We both like, like I know they like the Cleveland Guardians and I don't see anything on it, the registry with that, but I want to get them this. Exactly. Like then, you can see that that existing. Yeah, you can also do like a, an Amazon or like Baby List or something gift card because like you know they're going to end up using it. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I honestly I, I feel like don't buy is too strong, and because I can totally envision. I thought that you might say that like you, you're like a, a, a cool guy with cool friends, and you'll be like, I got some like funny in joke that it's so important that I do this. And like, and so like this, this blanket, don't buy a gift off registry. I might fucking need to buy. He ain't going to put the thing I need to buy him on the registry, but I still need to buy him that. And yeah. That may come up. I think that's true. Like if you're like, if but if you're going to do like a, an in or a joke gift, I think you also need to do something. That, right? You need yeah, to do something else. 100%. So I guess, no, that is a scenario where you would buy something off, like, off registry. Uh, yeah. But so, yeah. yeah. So don't buy a gift off registry is too broad. But even in that scenario, you're like, but I'm, I'm getting you this, but also, like, the amount I might have spent on a gift is going to show up in cash at your house. Exactly. Like you're just, you're going to get, so it's not like, oh, I did this weird thing instead of, but it's an addition to, which falls outside of don't buy. Yeah. I'm giving you one more. It's really brief. Okay. If your host is doing the dishes, it means you're supposed to leave. Johnny, that's a good one. 
I would generally say yes. Um, but I know certain people that just do dishes on an ongoing basis. Like we'll wash it quick dish. But I think generally, especially in the Midwest, it's like one of those, you know, like you've heard the joke about like, if somebody in the Midwest like slaps their knees and it's like, well, well like yep. that means you better get the fuck out of there. <laughs> um, I think that's a pretty good indication, especially if it is, especially if it is toward the end of like when like, do you think that the party would last? That's the only problem. See, I think this is good advice, but I also think that if someone came over to my house, I, I am a person who hates having dishes hanging over my head. And so, like, if you came to my house and I started doing the dishes, that would not mean it was time for you to leave. Yeah. Because I would be like, I'm going to be, I'm not going to be comfortable in the living room knowing I have all these dishes out here. What I want is Gina goes out, puts some music on, talks to the people. I do the dishes and then I can know because I just, I, it's not, I'm not saying this is good. Yeah. That's how my brain is where I'm like, Oh, John, why don't you why, take care of this? What are you doing? And so I, my strong, strong preference would be, I'm going to go take care of some dishes, get that sorted out. But I also know that for the average person, if they're like, Hey, you guys can have one more drink, but I'm going to go do the dishes. That means swallow your drink and walk out the fucking Right. Like door. if you're going to a party, like you're going to a barbecue at 1 PM and like at eight or something, like some, they start like really diving into the dishes. Mm-hmm, it's probably mm-hmm, like a pretty mm-hmm. overt signal to like, it's, it's time yeah. for you to get the fuck out of here. I can't be more clear. If you come over to my house and I start doing the dishes, it's okay, though. John will just tell you when to leave. That's also true. Yeah. That's also true. It's about Uh, time. I, yeah, I'm not, I I believe on a recent episode, I think it was the Matt Schmidt episode, we were talking, I think it was even this etiquette segment, we were talking about, like, what you can tell your friends to do. And I'm like, well, here's a fact. Don't tell me to do anything. If you tell me to do something, I'm going to be very upset with you. Yeah. But on the other hand... If you tell me that you think I told you to leave by doing the dishes, I'll be upset. Am I difficult to hang out with? Tell the truth. I don't think so. I good fucking answer. I don't think I think you're just absolutely yeah. wonderful to hang out with. And I don't think we do it enough. <laughs> and I don't live in a hotel. <laughs> I think I don't live in a hotel all the time. Um, uh, you're right, though. We don't hang out enough. Maybe, maybe, should we hang out in a couple of weeks? I would love that. Let's do it. Now, after that, do you think we should wait a year to hang out again? Probably. At least six months. Yeah. At least six months. I'm going to be moving into a hotel soon, so it's going to be really hard for me to hang out. We're actually the same age. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Paul, I've had such a lovely time talking to you tonight. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? I think I've plugged it before. And I will continue to pound the table for it. Guys, it was canceled. Unjustly. I know what it's going to be. you got to watch Detroiters. (laughs) It's the best fucking show (laughs) in the world. Every episode is basically perfect. Watch Detroiters. Have you watched it, Johnny? I have watched it. Yeah, you can get it it on... free on Comedy Central app. So mm-hmm. like if you download the Comedy Central app or you just pull up Comedy Central on your phone, you can get both seasons. It's like 
one of those shows that is just structured perfectly, like a comedy that's structured perfectly, and like the jokes per minute are unbelievable. And honestly, as like perhaps you were thinking to yourself, oh, May 30th, new season of I Think You Should Leave coming, but what is what is doing another rewatch of I Think like I'm always rewatching I Think You Should Exa- Leave. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Detroiters rewatch. Oh, that that I, line's perfect. I literally just did one like yeah. two weeks ago. Uh, um, and, and and not not quite as preposterously snappy as the uh, what, 12, 16 minute episodes? That is, I think you sleep, but still yeah. very brisk. Like, you, oh, will yeah, not cool, get it. If, cool. you know, if you, if you get into it and just start banging them out, like, you can do it in three days oh, or easy. you can do it in two weeks or whatever you yeah. want to do. Yeah. Uh, nothing um, at all to it. Johnny, should we put together, and you can cut this out, a. This I will think, not be cut. I think you should leave, like, premiere watch party. I love it. Make Bill make much. make Bill fly back just a month later. He's got litigation now, money. Here's here's what's up. I even more than phrasing it that way. Here's what I like: Str- putting together a party that we think we would earn Bill flying back for. As like there's like like Bill is like I'm not flying back and we're like we'll fucking see you you wait and see what we got put together. Bill, we're gonna talk about wings. We're gonna talk about Jamal Anderson. We're gonna talk about Kurt Kittner. <laughs> <laughs> All your favorite people. We're gonna talk about how. All these crazy beers and wines that you're having. We're going to talk about the, the w- finger lakes, the finger just lakes. Like, like like how they developed and like what the glaciers did to them. We're going to talk about being WSET, you know, level two wine people. All that shit. What was that mean nickname that Bill Simmons and cousin Sal used to have for Matt Ryan? Oh, I don't know. <sighs> I wanted. I know it was. It was Matty Ice was the nice one. And it was like Matty Flat or some terrible thing they used. I wanted to drop that in there, but I couldn't pull on. I'm looking it up right now. Please hold. Damn it, I can't. Oh, we need it's it not so really. It's not really showing up. When I just looked up Bill Simmons' nickname, Matt Ryan. What a shitty internet we have. <laughs> Throw, burn it all down. Well, I, here's the good news. I'm sure Bill remembers it because I bet he hated it. Oh, of course he did. But we all know that he's a, a bigger Bills fan than a Falcons fan anyway. Yeah. He's got Josh Allen now. Who needs Matt He Ryan? loves Josh Allen. Guys, let's get Bill a Josh Allen jersey. Maybe, you, you know what? Him. Maybe that's part. We've got a Josh Allen jersey waiting at the I Think He Should Leave party. Okay. And gonna, the whole guys, party, it's in his size, and we all hold it up so that when Bill walks in the room, we just put it over his head the moment he walks in. And it will be, and it will be signed by not the Buffalo Bills' Josh Allen, but the defensive end Josh Allen. <laughs> or if that's too difficult, just a guy named Josh and a guy named we'll Allen find, that we find. We'll find somebody. <laughs> and they, they each sign their first and last names, respectively. <laughs> This is this is a good idea. I like it. I like it a lot. 
Um, Paul, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I've had the most wonderful time. Thanks for having me, Johnny. Best wishes in the intervening day.